0: Well, hey girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she. Top income producer, Freedom Advocates serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad, I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started my darling CEOs and those rising to become her welcome to another episode of she's doing big things the podcast for female entrepreneurs who are looking to not only smash the ceiling but to do it with grace and ease as only a woman can do So I have to give a shout out to one amazing woman who took a CEO minute to drop a review of this passion project, this podcast, because as you know, you can do big things, become a CEO, create massive business growth and ownership right here. But you can also win big here as well. In 2020, we're giving away $25 to one person every single month who leaves a review on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, or Spotify. We check them literally weekly, and we read one right here. So this week, a huge shout out to PRW151, who says, Alicia is really true and authentic to who she is, which gives her listeners permission to do the same. Her podcast is jam-packed with great takeaways and entertaining stories. Highly recommend. Wow. Thank you so much PRW151 for your iTunes review and I look forward to seeing if you are one of the winners for January. So let's dive into this leadership filled episode right here. For the woman looking to elevate her income and her impact, leadership level up is a must. If that is you, this description will hit close to home and this episode will truly change the game for you. So, CEO, first let's ask the question, why do I want to become or envelop this title versus sitting nice and comfy in this current state of entrepreneur? I'll tell you a few reasons why this is an even greater place to be in a heightened state of mind that feels more than just good. It feels freaking great. Let's start with where you may be right now, though, before we take you to the place where you are going to want to be. You may not be exercising your rights as a CEO because, well, quite frankly, let's face it, you may not even know what those are. More than likely, you're hanging out in a beautiful little village of one called Solopreneurland. So let me please say, entrepreneurial status is such a fun endeavor. It is the best endeavor ever. But if you're anything like me when I started, um, hello, I can do it myself, go get her stamping her foot out there somewhere. You are probably juggling a few too many things. You've got a few irons in the fire. You're definitely taking on too much. And you're probably staring at a plate that is overfilled and overflowing. The impending stress of it all has either reared its ugly head or it's weighing down like playing chicken with a sumo wrestler. Girl, your shoulders can't take that shit. It is too heavy. That's why, I'll tell you it's time to work smarter, not harder. I'll explain this concept at the end, but until then, let's move into another area that I know I personally struggled along the way. Now, my little lady entrepreneur, I have to ask, does your schedule resemble a five-year-old's coloring project, or how about your to-do list? How's that shaping up? Sort of like Santa's... Christmas list the night before Christmas, yeah, roll out that parchment paper. It's pretty much never-ending, right? I've been there. I get that. That's why, once again, you get to work smarter, not harder. Now, bear with me. I promise you the explanation is coming. So now, My darling biz babe, what do you like to do in your free time? Is that a question you're asked and like air from a balloon suddenly you're deflated in your attempt to answer because your first thought is what the F is free time? I don't have time for free time or some assemblage of thoughts pertaining to the chain that tethers you from your desk to, well, back to you. Because let's face it, as a solopreneur, you are the everything. You're the marketing expert and the assistant and the boss and the salesperson and the accounting team and sweet baby Jesus, how about that IT team named you? Am I right? (laughs) All of the highs, you deal with those. All of the lows, you're the one to figure those out. All of the fires, you get to throw a hose over your shoulder and put those out too. Hello, badass. Let me say it's time to work smarter, not harder. I know you're nodding and wanting an explanation, and I promise it's coming. So, lastly, my entrepreneurial endeavorer, what does your current inner circle think about all of this? I mean, really, do they fully support you? Do they fully understand? Who do you have to hash out the daily details of your business, the frustrations of ups and downs to discuss ROI? What about emotional intelligence? What about your big ass goals and the vision for your business and your future? Do they join in and push you to go bigger or do they stare at you like you have one eye and you're growing horns? Because I mean, really, isn't that what overly ambitious money mongering people look like to them? Maybe, but they don't get it and they don't have to. They don't know that you can work smarter, not harder. Yeah, I know. You're starting to get exasperated, but wait for it. Now, this is a generalization, lady, because if you're on the forefront of your business, you're just starting and you're just beginning to get the hang of this thing and really push the space around you to grow with you, you probably are just starting to feel bits of this. But if you're in the midst of your business growth, you're in it to win it, you're starting to truly catapult, see a bigger picture, dream a bigger dream and want more for yourself, your business and most of all, the time you have on this planet, then babe, you have got to start working smarter, not harder. What does that mean? Good freaking question. I'm so glad you asked. So let me ask you What if working smarter meant four-hour workdays? What would that look like? What if working smarter meant doing the tasks you like and love and not doing the ones you hate? What would that feel like? What if working smarter meant making more and working less? Wouldn't that be freaking nice? I'll tell you, it is possible that this life and this business and the balance between the two really does exist. I'm here to tell you, it really does. It's not a fallacy. It's not a figment of your imagination that people are experiencing this. They are. And it is open and available to you as well. So, entrepreneur. Let's take a step into the life of a CEO who actually uses the work smarter, not harder methodology. Um, P.S. I made it up, so it's mine, but I'll totally share it with you, hell, if you're already chomping at the bit to know more, as you should be. There's a link in the show notes, and I highly suggest that you click it and schedule it. Because I have literally two spots left for this opportunity this month, and then I'm full until March. Booked out, done, and full. Put a cap on it. Now, back to the CEO you're wanting to be, dying to be, wishing you knew how to be, or maybe you're still wondering who the hell she is. I'm going to tell you. CEO, close your eyes and imagine yourself as this woman. Seriously. If you're driving, pull over and take this time to really explore this visualization. If you're busy, drop what you're doing and give yourself the five minutes that you deserve. Here we go. Take a deep breath in and let it out. I'm going to give you the space and the time to take a couple more. Nice, big, deep breaths, filling your lungs with positive energy. Exhaling all of the tension, the negative energy that you've been building up throughout this day, throughout this morning, maybe you're in the evening, whatever it is, I know it's in there. Let it go. Settle into your body. If you're feeling disconnected today, take a second to put your hand over your stomach and feel the rhythms of your breath. If you're anxious or worrisome today, Take your other hand and place it over your heart. Feel the melody of your heart as it pumps life through your body. And now just be. In this place, in this moment, in this time, just be. Listen to the sound of my voice. And allow your brain to wander into this visualization. Hello there, my CEO. How does it feel to be the woman whose impact reaches well beyond the hand she touches? How does it feel to be unable to count the souls you impact daily with your work, your energy, your service? Look around at the life you've created for yourself and the sense of freedom that it creates as you walk through your dream home. Stand next to your partner as they stare down at you with admiration for all that you've provided and contributed to the life you live together. Imagine the day you will have, the money you will receive openly, as the ding on your phone goes off with another stripe payment and another transformation you'll provide. Imagine the person on the other side of that transaction and the connection you'll make, the energy you get to give, and the way she will show up knowing what she just invested in. Feel the sensations as you think through the group you get to serve and the ways you give to them on a daily basis. Now, open your eyes, flutter them open, wiggle your fingers and toes as you release your hands away from your body, stretching outward as big, as wide as you possibly can. Now I want you to lean forward, relax your arms, whether you're sitting or standing, and I want you to listen closely to the description of a she with open ears and a clear heart. darling. My dear, my she is this you? The woman who's looking to make more money because more money means more impact, more receiving, and thus a greater ability to give and have and do. The woman who works less, delegates her time effectively, has full control over her schedule, and this reflects in the freedom she envelops and creates mind, body, and business the woman who has always felt a little different who's always done a little more or who's finding herself in a place of total yearning for a ripple effect into the world to create and inspire the woman who knows she's destined for all of that but also knows that as powerful as you are or as you're becoming you shouldn't have to and you don't need to do it alone in fact you would be better able and better equipped to serve in your zone of genius with a circle that supports you, believes in you, and provides an even bigger vision for you and with you. Now, does this sound like a she-e-o? Does this sound like the person at the top of the chain making the big money, making the big impact, owning her schedule, rocking her timetable, and basically stacking her team like a pro so she can own a business and live her life? Because hello, my dear entrepreneur, when are you going to clone yourself to earn more? When are you going to invent More hours in the day, week, month, and year to have time for you, time for them, and time to duplicate your business. Because here's the thing, love, CEOs don't stand alone. They don't figure it out by themselves. They don't get held back in the lack of cloning technology because each of us only has so many hours in the day. And how we utilize them is what differentiates us from entrepreneur to CEO. So now let's really go there. Let's really dive in. What is a CEO? A CEO stands above, makes noise only when necessary, delegates like a boss, leads from the front, does the hard stuff first, and stands firm in charging what she's worth. A CEO acknowledges her feminine energy, knows when to shift into masculine action, nurtures from the place of having been there and having done that, having put in the work to be where she is, but remembering with humility how she got where she is. A CEO is a woman who leads herself first, takes the big leaps first, and is then able to lead others from experience with admiration and respect. A CEO is a breed of her own making. She is one of a kind, and she commands the money she deserves and creates the business she desires. Now, I like to call myself the original she in this CEO eo equation because I know that I personally have always gone the extra mile, always believed I could do a little more, didn't usually feel held back in fear, and actually upheld the mantra If someone else has done it, so can I. And I've proved that on quite a few occasions. I remember the day that I shifted from network marketer selling a product to network marketing pro producing an experience for my team and my customers. It was quick. It was within the first 36 days of my business, but I remember asking myself two simple questions within this process. If I was them, What would I want? And the second question was, how can I spend more time in my life and less in my business? Because I don't know about you, but I got into business to help people, to help them quickly, and to create more freedom for both parties This is where the work smarter, not harder system actually came in. This is where it was developed. Only later would I truly understand what I did and what it really meant for me once I went into evaluation mode on how did I create this? So I wanna go into that more. The first pillar of the CEO-ship versus entrepreneurship is your ability to own your time, manage it, and thus delegate it as well. And I'll tell you, this was not something that I learned on my own. My mentor dug into my business with me and helped me to do what we call layer the leadership, which by definition simply means you find those who are willing to and wanting to step up and take action to grow. Now, this was a network marketing business. So we had those people who understood that when they signed on the dotted line and they paid their $500 to start. Side note, that's actually still insane to me that I started a six-figure business with $500, but that's beside the point. These people understood that they were a business owner legitimately and they could take action from day one. So when we found those people, we began delegating, giving them tasks to feel even more empowered, to take on more and more until they were running their business alone. Now, since this isn't how you run this play with a solopreneur business, I one thing I teach and I've gotten much better at in a traditional sense is layering leadership within a team that I've actually hired. During a business I previously owned, I had one assistant, 11 employees, a lawyer, and an accountant, and this is really where I learned delegating the most. I'll tell you, you learn really quickly when you own a virtual business with employees spread across seven states who are willing to actually do the work, do their part, show up on time for any of it. I was really lucky to learn some really valuable lessons about hiring and firing very quickly, and I now hold dear the ability to do so, to follow my instincts and to make quick decisions regarding such. So now in my current business, I have two working on onboarding a third virtual assistant and an accountant. Each VA has a specific purpose in my business. Each one has assigned tasks. Each one knows their role. And now my clients who join my outsourcing accelerator program get to take advantage of this knowledge and this service as well. My team is becoming a finely oiled machine that serve my entire business and my clients as well as they create their signature programs, email funnels, sale funnels, course suites, membership sites, webinars, and anything else that requires layers of connection and technical elements that are not their zone of genius. The ability to manage my schedule and help them love theirs as they grow into passive income as well is a skill that I had to actually develop and learn. So I remember the days of being a quote-unquote entrepreneur. And there are days where still, I'll tell you, my doing sense and my driving ability takes over into full-on masculine energy. I'm like a man in a hulk suit. And I forget to love the lady parts I was born with. I know. As a business coach and as an entrepreneur who has worked with hundreds of other females in the online service-based world, that there are many of us that can resound with this. You suddenly find yourself emotionless, doing the mindless tasks on a daily basis. And you look around at the crumbling infrastructure, the lack of clients, the missing connections, and you think to yourself, how the hell did this happen? And I'll tell you, it didn't happen overnight. It happens over time. It happens with a lack of management of your time. It happens in the doing and doing and overdoing and not leaning back and delegating within your business. But I'll tell you, the good news is every single time it can be fixed or adjusted by simply changing the energy with which you give to your business. And in this instance, the word energy we're using in the time management sense because I get it. You love your business and you want to be in it 24-7 and you also feel the fear of falling behind or not keeping up. You feel the pull of social media to create at the speed of light. But that's the fastest way to burn out. Create a straitjacket that binds you and issue resentment toward the very thing that is actually supposed to create freedom. So I want to give you my solution for this. And it's really simple, but it can be really tough to do in the moment. So I want to give you this and I want to help you do this. I want you to lean Back, literally and figuratively. Lean away from your business and evaluate what has worked and what isn't working. And then I want you to adjust accordingly. Lean away from the energy you're throwing at your business and gently ask yourself what truly lends to service and sales. Because I'll tell you, Sally Sue, you little doer, you piddling around with graphics and copy and content that isn't your zone of genius or jumping over to like the fifth platform because someone said LinkedIn was cool and now you need to figure it out. That's not serving you or your clients. And service equals value, which equals income. So here are some ways in which you can alleviate this issue really quickly. Number one, If you don't already have a coach, get a coach, like yesterday. This person is going to be able to see the red flags of entrepreneurship and hold you in the CEO status. That is their job, to gently guide you back between the lines of what works with a nice balance of attention to your specific uniqueness. Number two, re-delegate your love-like-hate task list and make sure you're staying in your actual zone of genius and your passionate place of profit. Number three, do the vision exercise of closing your eyes and reimagining the woman you want to be, the million-dollar you who has all of the clients she could imagine and all of the income she could desire. I'll tell you, someone said to me recently, but Alicia, I don't have time to sit and close my eyes and envision myself like that. And my response to that person is the one that I will give to you if you had that thought as well. If you don't have time to create the vision, then you don't have time to build your business, period. You don't have to know the destination, but you must envision the person you want to be when you get there. You must know what she would do, how she shows up, and how she operates. You must think like her. If you can't meet her, find her, become friends with her, then you will forever be building a business as an entrepreneur, and you will never maximize your potential as a CEO who shows up like a boss, owns her time like a true leader, delegates like a champ, and charges what she's freaking worth. Number four, look at yourself before you look at your systems. We will often turn to our business and lay blame, but you are the business. You created it, which means you energize it and you give it life. So you are the most important element to evaluate and give CPR to. All right, my CEOs and those striving to become her. This wraps up another episode of She's Doing Big Things. And because this was a lot of evaluative information, I want to leave you with the simplest form of this transformation as possible. If you are living in the entrepreneurial state and you're tethered to your business, I want you to know that your ability to cut the cord is as simple as knowing when, where, and how to move forward from there. You have a CEO inside of you just waiting to come out. I promise you that you wouldn't be given the desire without the ability to become her. So I want you to drop down into the show notes and click on the link to schedule your call with me right now. It is time to level up and make more. All right, ladies. This is the official end my loves, my dears, and until next time, go bigger, work smarter, make more, live freer. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.